And welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Hope you're having a great Thursday night. The sports are interesting right now on baseball. We have the Dodgers leading the Braves in the end of the second inning. Three-run rally in the second for the Dodgers over at Thursday Night Football. We have the Cleveland Browns holding a 10-point lead over a Denver, Denver Broncos team that was set to face Case Keenum, an injured Browns running back squad and without Dell Beckham. And they are still leading the game 10 to nothing versus the Broncos. I had the, I had the Denver on this game. Now, a lot of football left to be played, but I'm still impressed at the current scoreboard. What is up, people of ADC Sports Dallas Primetime? We will focus on the Dallas Cowboys, though. We will talk about Michael Gallup because... The conversation is back out there on whether the Cowboys should consider trading him or not. And we will kind of try to shut down that conversation here on the show. We'll talk about the Cowboys 12 personnel. We'll talk about a little bit of a bi-week review. I don't agree to trade, to trade Gallup uh, either. Don't worry. We'll talk about it on today's show though so thank you for joining me now that more of us are here let's get ready to start the show officially make sure you hit that like button make sure you share the show if you're watching on facebook youtube or twitter let your friends know that you're watching adc sports Dallas primetime so now that more of us are here we can start the show officially let's go So, what is up, everyone? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Thank you for joining me. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Monday through Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more co uh, content coming your way throughout the entire 2021 Cowboys season. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas Wrong graphic, but there it is, the right one. For more Cowboys content, but also for more Dallas Mavericks content, make sure you check out what our writers, Ian and Alec, have on the Mavericks. They're doing a great job. They're killing it, covering Luca and company. So check that out as well over at adcsports.com slash Dallas, as well as your regular Dallas Cowboys content. So... We, can, we, we have already started the show over there on the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. Shout out to everyone who is giving out their thoughts on, you know, Michael Gallup. Because I don't understand, I understand why, and we'll get into the why. But there apparently is a conversation out there on media, on the media, on social media as well, on whether or not the Cowboys should consider trading Michael Gallup away. Now, you're, you're already got ahead of myself there in the YouTube chat, but may, here, here goes the official question. What compensation, if any, would it take for you to trade Michael Gallup away? Because I don't think, I agree with everyone who is saying that the Cowboys should keep Gallup, as James is saying in the YouTube chat, uh, what is up, Ryan? Thank you for joining us. Uh, Fernando says, I do not agree to trade Gallup. 
Someone else is saying, why would the Cowboys trade Gallup? Okay, so here is how the conversation started. Now, I'm going to be uh, fully transparent here. I don't want the Cowboys. That is why the, the headline is, no, the Cowboys won't do it. Because I don't think it should happen. But anyways, here is how the conversation got started among Cowboys Nation. ESPN put out an article on potential trade target players, trade block players that NFL teams could offer ahead of the trade deadline. And each team had a reporter give out a name for this piece of content. I think it was a good piece of content. I think it gave us some insight as to which players made sense for a lot of teams to trade away. Now, Todd Arker from ESPN, who does a great job covering the Cowboys, suggested Michael Gallup. It is very important to point out that Todd Arker was making it clear that the Cowboys were not going to want to part ways with Michael Gallup, even though he has not played since week one. So Todd Arker was just putting out Michael Gallup's name mainly as a, not as a bold prediction, but knowing that it was not a likely scenario for the Dallas Cowboys. It is very fair to point that out. However, you know, he made the argument of Michael Gallup being away for the past five weeks of the season. He mentioned that Cedric Wilson stepped up, things like that. So that's where the conversation is coming from. And it is also coming from, obviously, from the fact that this is a contract year for Gallup. And it will be quite difficult to keep him around for the 2022 season and beyond. But still, it's the same old, same old uh, conversation on, hey, if we're going to part ways eventually with a player, let's get something in return. That is how many people think about the NFL. And that is why a lot of fans would consider maybe putting him on the trade block. However, listen, this is a team. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys in 2021 as a Super Bowl contender type of team. And if you're that, you're not thinking about any potential draft capital for next year in this sort of situations. Instead, you're thinking, all right, what is actually making me a contender in the NFL? And that answer, at least for the Dallas Cowboys, it is the offense. And it is the fact that this team has an elite offense that's one of the very best in the league. And that is... If you look at the stats, if you hear what coaches are saying, including Bill Belichick, and we talked about it on last night's show. But if you are betting on your offense to take it to the Super Bowl, I don't see how you get rid of Michael Gallup. I don't see it happening at all. Cedric Wilson deserves all of our respect because he has done a tremendous job for the Cowboys during Gallup's absence. But the Gallup is clearly the better option, and he opens up a lot of possibilities for the Cowboys. And that includes being a deep threat in the receiving game. Wilson is great, but I don't think that he has that wheels, those wheels that Michael Gallup gives the offense. And he can open up a lot of things for the offense with Gallup back on the lineup. So regarding the question, Manny says it just makes no sense to trade him. We need to try to keep Gallup, says Charles Moore. And everyone sort of agrees in the fact that Gallup is not going anywhere. And it is more of a hypothetical question. Val Valentin says a pass rusher. D-Town goes with a second pick. Joe Mesa wants pass rush as well. He says a good defensive end, but I don't see it happening. And I think more or less this is how all of us feel. 
Manny says starting center or cornerback and nobody is giving us that. And this is an important reply, in my opinion, because I don't want the Cowboys to trade Michael Gallup away and I don't believe that it will happen. But if it some way, somehow ends up happening and the compensation is draft capital, then I don't care about that trade at all because I don't want draft capital in return of a player like Michael Gallup. I want someone to help out this team right now. And the only way I can see that happening is, as people have said, defensive ends, pass rushers, or a cornerback, but starting caliber players. We're talking about that here on the show. So Ricky says, Gallup who? Wilson is fire. And I, I don't know if this is jokingly. I respect Cedric Wilson and I respect the love for Cedric. But we got we to gotta agree on the fact that Michael Gallup is a better player between the two. And once he returns to this Cowboys team, we will see that difference. And it will be great that Wilson is number four and that you already know why about you already know what he is for you and that you can involve him a little bit more on offense. Kishan says, what are we trading him for that man? The truth says Kishan. I, I agree with that. Uh, surprisingly, we're all on the same page. Gallup is up for a big payday, though, says Ricky. And it might it, it might be true. Listen, the Cowboys might not keep Gallup beyond 2021, but this is a Super Bowl contending team this season. So if that is the case, then keep up with those players. Uh, keep those players on the team and Stick together with that elite offense and what it can bring you. Because if the Cowboys go the distance, I love what the defense is doing so far. But if the Cowboys go, go the distance, it will be because of the offense, mainly. That is why it is one of the most efficient units in the NFL. That is why even though the passing yards totals are not very high, they are still one of the most efficient passing attacks in the league. That is why week after week, they find a way to make opposing defenses you know, go down. So I, 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 I like, I like what has happened. Manny says Maurice exactly. No need to trade him for a pick. We can use his services this year and get a third round compensation pick if we lose him. It's a win-win. Now, hypothetically, if the Cowboys end up trading him, it is not just about Cedric Wilson to be in, to be completely fair. Like trading or not trading Michael Gallup would not be only based on how Wilson has played so far. If they somehow, some way, pull the trigger on a trade like that, it will also be a sign of trust in Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, and the coaching staff that we can still be an elite offense even without number 13 on the team. To be completely fair, I think that would be the case if the Cowboys hypothetically traded Michael Gallup, which, again, I don't see happening at all. Would you rather trade Gallup or Lyle Collins, says Isaiah? Ah, I don't know. I, hmm, this, is a, this is a weird question. I, I, think, I think it would be Gallup. If, if you put me on the spot with that question, I think it would be Gallup. However, I'm not sure where, where, I'm not sure where this question is coming from, though. Because Collins still has a while left with the Cowboys, and I don't see the team moving on from the right tackle. Oh, yes, he did, says Joe Mesa. He outcoached him, and he, we won. So that means that we bit, he bit him, says Joe Mesa. 
Uh, oh, Bal Valentin says, McCarthy didn't beat Bill. Get it right. I think he did. Hey, he definitely did. Even after McCarthy just beat Bill, says Joe Mess. All right, so I don't know where that conversation is coming from. Oh, Bal Valentin said, let's trade McCarthy for Bill. All right, so Bill Belichick is a better coach, but... But McCarthy did beat him uh, last Sunday versus the Patriots. I agree with what Val Valentine is saying there. No, sorry. It wasn't Valentine. It was Joe Mesa, actually. Cowboys won despite his ineptitude management. Definitely not trading Lyle. Can't find enough good tackles in the league. Yeah, Collins is not in the conversation to be traded. That was an odd question, but I understand. The, and I like the hypothetical questions. To that, my answer would be Michael Gallup. Listen, the Cowboys can't find another wide receiver in the NFL draft if they, if they cannot keep Gallup around for next season. Hopefully they are able to because Gallup is great and he's so versatile that he opens up a lot of possibilities for this team. In the deep passing game, he's a deep threat, but he's also a player that can run routes very great. And I like what Gallup brings to the table. I don't think he will be in the trade block as many people are discussing. True, we can't pay everybody though, says Ricky. Completely agree with what Ricky is saying in the chat. Ryan says Dak has so many weapons at his disposal, Simi can't even sniff the field. That is right. Simi Fihoko has remained unactive for a, for a while now. Wilson is a backup, same as Steele, says Roy Fletcher. And I have a similar feeling as to what Roy is talking about over at Facebook. I love what Sadie has been able to do. Some key moments, he has been able to step up. Dak Prescott has been able to trust him, which I have loved, by the way. I have loved that Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore have not necessarily forced the ball towards their main playmakers, but instead in big spots, even like that fourth down conversion last weekend, the Cowboys have trusted their backup wide receivers, right? We talked about Noah Brown getting two explosive plays versus the Patriots. We've talked about Dalton Schultz being a focal point of the offense, even though you're playing with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. So uh, Gallup opens up defense and creates better one-on-one -on -one for Lamb, says Joe Mesa and tight ends. Overall, Gallup is better than Wilson, although Wilson has played well, but he can't do what Gallup does on a daily basis. Yeah, mad respect to Cedric Wilson. But we all agree, apparently, on we all agree on, on Michael Gallup being significantly better than Cedric Wilson. So and, and here's another argument that has come up when discussing trading Michael Gallup. And it is not an argument with which I agree with, but it's an interesting one at least. And the argument is the Cowboys are playing with a lot of 12 personnel. And yes, they are. But even still, 55% of the time, the Cowboys are lining up in 11 personnel with three wide receivers. And if you are looking for your best talent to be on that football field, that best talent includes Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. You, I, I love what the Cowboys are doing with 12 personnel, and we'll actually talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes here. But having those three wide receivers out there just creates great matchups for the offense. And it's better to have those three out there than to have Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin. And that is why the Cowboys will likely continue to run 11 personnel significantly more time 
than 12 personnel. However, let's talk about that as well before, before we move on. Let's talk about the Cowboys using 12 personnel because I think this is more one of the most interesting stats in the Cowboys 2021 season yet. Through six weeks, and and we talk about we're talking about McCarthy just a few moments earlier. And if there is one evidence of proof that McCarthy has truly influenced Kellen Moore's offensive philosophy, it is the Cowboys' usage of 12 personnel this year. And if you take a look at the numbers, the Cowboys are only one of five teams to use 12 personnel in over 30% of their plays. After six, six weeks of action, they are sitting at 33%, and they have a success rate of 61%. And this is including both running plays and passing plays. They are number one in the NFL when it comes to success rate out of a 12 personnel formation. Now, if you take a look at how many times they line up on 12 personnel on only first downs, they are at 42%, and that is the second highest rate in the entire league. You got to love what the Cowboys are doing with this, with Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin on the field. But it's still, at the end of the day, a low number, and it shouldn't be enough for the Cowboys to be comfortable moving away from, moving on from Michael Gallup. So no, don't expect the Cowboys to pull that trigger. That would be my main take on this topic. And it is smart to have this segment, I believe, as early as week seven, as tonight, because next week, the trade deadline talk will only increase. It will only increase. And people will start talking more about trading Michael Gallup, and they will start talking more about this, even with some bold predictions. But you and I have already had discussed this on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, and we will be able to shut down that conversation. The Cowboys won't move on from Michael Gallup, and they shouldn't, to be honest. He is a true wide receiver. He could be a number one on other NFL teams, maybe, or at least a number two wide receiver. So the Cowboys will not trade him, surely. I, I think that is very, very something that most people agree with. Uh, TC915 says Gallup can take the top off a defense. We need him. And I agree with that take as well. Manny says we missed that quick slant with Gallup. David says Gallup stays. Wilson and Brown are making a strong push. And maybe the ups trade there. And maybe the ups. That ups that their trade value. I think is what David meant over there on YouTube. You're kidding about that. You're actually giving him credit for what Moore has done. No way. Says Bal Ballantyne. All right. So we had an episode about this. I think it's time for, for Cowboys Nation to give Mike McCarthy a little bit more credit for what the Cowboys have been able to do at 5-1. and one. Now, the 12 personnel thing, historically, Mike McCarthy ran a lot of 12 personnel in Green Bay. So the fact that Kellen Moore's offense have shifted more towards that direction lately, I got to think that Mike McCarthy has been an influence on that. And I think that if you take a look at the numbers, it is... Quite, it, it, it kind of makes sense. You connect the dots and you say, hey, Moore is using more 12 personnel because of, of something, and that might be because of Mike McCarthy. Now, I don't agree with some of the decisions that McCarthy has done. We've talked about this on the show. He's been one of the teams. He's, he's led one of the teams to gain the most win probability, second most in the NFL, by going for it 
on fourth down when the Cowboys should go for it on fourth down. But also they made some three, four very bad decisions on fourth down, which have caused them to be the number four team in the NFL with the most win probabilities lost in fourth down decisions. But he deserves credit. He definitely deserves credit for getting the Cowboys to five and one. Teams that go five and one have a certain culture about them. And McCarthy has to do with that. Definitely. So I understand that Cowboys fans have been frustrated with Mike McCarthy in some situations, but he definitely deserves more credit than he's getting right now. TC says a little credit, yes, but all the credit, no. No one deserves all the credit when a team has success in the NFL. I agree with that. So not all of it, but he should definitely be getting more than he is right now. Uh, says McCarthy says over here, D-Town definitely needs more credit. People who think he doesn't have his hands on the team are naive. And listen, we've talked, we've heard about, we've heard the players talk about the culture within the team, about their identity. You don't go to Foxborough and win in that kind of situation if your head coach is not doing things the right way. So I like what the Cowboys have been doing with Mike McCarthy. And I do think that, and I feel strongly that he deserves more credit than he's getting. But anyways, it's time for a little review of what the Dallas Cowboys have been through the first six weeks of the season. Because it is the bye week, so this is not exactly a quarter season review, which is also very usual. But let's let's stop for a minute. The Cowboys will not play this weekend. They are at 5-1. and one. And honestly, it's been a crazy season. They almost beat the Bucs in week one. They've gotten big wins against top teams. They went to Foxborough, beat the Patriots for the first time in forever. The first time since I've been since I was born. So what my my question for me to you would be have your expectations on this Cowboys team changed through the first six weeks of the season? Did your expectations for this team are they different now than they were before the season started? That would be my main question. What is up, Dallas Young? Thank you for joining the show. It's so easy for fans to try to criticize McCarthy. This is D-Town. They need to stop winning close games. Are a credit to good coaching. I agree with that. Uh, Josh Broom says, leave the head coach alone. We got a good thing going. Stop trying to fire and trade everyone, you bunch of weirdos. Uh, to be fair, I don't think anyone agreed with trading Michael Gallup away from this team. So, uh, to be fair, I don't think anyone seriously suggested to trade Michael Gallup away. At least not from the comments that I saw in the chat. Yes, my expectations went up, says Dallas Junk. Pat says you're doing... Oh, thank you, Pat. Pat says you are doing a great job. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I hope you smash that like button and, of course, share the show. Manny says 12 personnel is working perfectly, especially when we pass out of it on first down. The Cowboys, again, that, that number, and I will show it again for those of you who are just joining us. I'm going to show that graphic again on the 12 personnel side of things. 62, 61% success rate, number one in the NFL out of 12 personnel. Man, that makes me that makes me hype about this Cowboys offense. The fact that they're doing this and they have been so efficient with it. And in first down, that number goes up to 62%, which is also first in the NFL. Now, as, uh, as for that first down frequency number at 42%, they are the only team in the league who is running 12 personnel 
at over 40% in the NFL on first downs. Hey, Kellen Moore is the future. I agree. Hey, I, I actually disagree with Rudy because I don't think Kellen Moore is the future. Kellen Moore is the present and the future maybe, but so far he is the present. Honestly, after I saw the first two games, says D-Town, I saw how good we were and I'm thinking by week in the playoffs now. But yeah, they're doing better than I thought. Fernando says, I had major high hopes for our Cowboys every year, but this year I'm simply proud of them as a unit, offense, and defense. My expectations changed, let me tell you that. My expectations definitely did. And it is for a lot of reasons. Now, I have a take. I have three takes that I want to share with you, and they have different titles. This is the player who pleasantly shocked me, pleasantly surprised me, and that would be cornerback Anthony Brown. We were Some fans were ready to cut Anthony Brown after the preseason. Some were leaving him out of their 53-man roster projections, and I understand why he struggled a little bit on the preseason on training camp. It's not like he had some great seasons with the Cowboys already. He was sort of, he had his good moments and his bad moments. Then week one, he got off to the, with the, to the, to a wrong start versus Antonio Brown. He was getting burned by Tom Brady constantly on Thursday night football kickoff. But Anthony Brown has been getting better and better. And he's playing probably the best football he's ever played in the NFL. Not that he's great. Not that the Cowboys are super okay at cornerback. They aren't. And there are still some serious issues with the secondary. They're allowing a lot of big plays. We know all of that. It's not a new story. But Anthony Brown has definitely been a pleasant surprise for Cowboys fans. Uh, Dallas Young says, we got to keep running 12 personnel. It appears to be working amazing. Manny says, uh, my expectations have only changed as far as putting ourselves in position to get a bye. There's only one now. So it's valuable. And teams have teams that have reached the Super Bowl, I think since 2013, 88% of the time, they have had a first round bye. But as Manny said, there's only one of those per conference right now. I want that rematch versus the box, says Joshua Davis. Damon Davis says, uh, I'm so mad that people keep saying trade Gallup. He said he wants to say Cowboys for life. Plus, he's a deep threat. Yes, Cedric Wilson is stepping up, but keep Gallup. I'm actually pretty happy that here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, everyone apparently agreed with not trading Michael Gallup away. So I, I love that about this show. Now, here is a take that I was hopeful for, but I didn't truly expect to become true. And that is the fact that the Cowboys apparently seem to have a coaching edge. This will not be true about any team. It, it won't. But the Cowboys have an offensive coordinator that is adjusting week in and week out. And regarding Kellen Moore and his game plan and his play designs and play calling, that might be week after week. I don't think that we will ever get to a point this season in which we say, you know what, Kellen Moore is going to lose that coaching matchup. Because he, he just beat the Patriots on Sunday against one of the most recognized defensive coaches in NFL history. And make no mistake about it, the Patriots were all in on their disguises. They showed Dak Prescott just about everything, and they threw everything out there to keep him from scoring. And if you take a look at Dak Prescott's passing chart, 
He went left with the football. He attacked the middle of the field. He went right with it, deep, not so deep underneath. He was actually tearing apart the Patriots' defense. So I don't think that Kellen Moore will ever lose that coaching battle. But on the other side of the ball, Dan Quinn is making the most out of his players. Mike McCarthy, again, we know that there have been some issues with time management. There have been some issues with four-down decision-making, but they are still the second team to go for it at the right time when they need to. According to win probabilities, they are the second team in the NFL to gain the most win probabilities out of their four-down decision-making. So McCarthy is kind of, you know, big, more aggressive on fourth down. He's leaning towards that analytics trend that he talked about when he joined the Dallas Cowboys that we did not see from him in 2020. So the Cowboys might have that coaching edge, and that is something that I definitely was not sure about before the season. TC915 says, anything less than a trip to the conference championship would be a failed season, in my opinion. Obviously, depends a lot on the context once we get into the playoffs, but I understand why that, that begins to be the case for, for the Cowboys. We got depth, says Mr. Wilkins. We shouldn't trade. And over here we have... All right, so I, I, I don't know what is going on in the chat. <laughs> he got to go, dude. Got to cash in for him right now. I'm for trading Gallup, says Bal Valentine. Oh, so Bal Valentine wants to trade Michael Gallup. Listen, I don't hate that take. I don't agree with it. I'm all in for staying with, with Michael Gallup and, and sticking with him. But unless you get some very good compensation for Gallup, then I am all against it. All against it. Get a starting cornerback and get a, a, a starting something else maybe. But I'm not trading Michael Gallup away just now. I'm staying with him. Even, even if you told me, even if you guaranteed to me, that Michael Gallup was not going to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys team beyond 2021, even if you made that promise to me, I still would not like the Cowboys to trade Michael Gallup again. Because I will say this again, we're talking about the Cowboys being Super Bowl contenders in 2021. Not in 2022. This year. We're talking about this year. So why would you tear apart what is perhaps your best skilled position group in your team at wide receiver with Gallup, Lamp, and Amari Cooper. I don't want to mess with that at all. I love what Cedric Wilson has been doing, but Gallup is another type of player. He really is. He's in another tier. So I, I, I'm not trading Michael Gallup away. However, I can see the argument towards actually doing so. But again, I don't agree with it, and I don't think that the Cowboys will do it at all. Now, Last but not least, <laughs> Stevie Max says, uh, Stevie Max says, will you guys chill, LOL? Yes, even the morning show people were going at it with each other. Can we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I like what Stevie Max said. Hit that like button. Let's spread some love and share the show if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. But it is what we like about sports as well. We like sharing opinions. Of course, there shouldn't be any disrespect going on in the chat. That is for sure. But, but I also love some good heated debate when it comes to sports. That, that's why what we love about this. Uh, stop trying to subtract. Let's add and go for it all. Jalen is already gone to save money, says Damon Davis. 
what is up, TX Bread Cowboys? And leave my angry runner alone. I believe Gallup will tame a cheaper cut to stay. I don't think he wants the one spot. He can get his yards where he is. Leave him alone. That is what TX Brett says over here in the YouTube chat. And yeah, I, I don't know about him taking a discount. I We will see in 2022. But that would be amazing from Michael Gallup. But if he wants to go get that money, hey, I don't blame him at all. And last but not least, a bi-week review that I wanted to share with you is the fact that Dak Prescott is legitimately a true MVP contender. Not only a contender, uh, an actual, you know, favorite for the award. So Dak Prescott, we knew that what we knew what he was about, but Dak Prescott would likely not reach that full potential if it weren't for him clicking with Kellen Moore. And that is what you got to love about this 2021 Cowboys team. You know that they can go up against any defense in any environment and still perform. How about that sounds from the sideline clip with Dak Prescott giving the pregame speech and telling his teammates that they had to give the fans a freaking show. I love that. That was awesome. That is the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. Now, before we go on tonight's show, uh, it is a weird week because the Cowboys are not playing, but also because if you take a look at this late of games in the NFL, there is not a lot to talk about. The Buffalo Bills are resting. The same for the Chargers. The same for the Vikings and the Steelers. And the best team in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are also on a bye week. But seriously, though, there are not a lot of plays uh, of games out there. So I will just give you two games to watch during the Cowboys bye week. Number one would be the Chiefs at the Titans. Hey, there are a lot of people jumping off that Titans band, uh, that Chiefs bandwagon, and I wouldn't. I, I mean, not as a fan. I I'm meaning as there are a lot of people saying that the Chiefs are not the real deal because they have lost some games, but they are still one of the most efficient offenses, and I'm not betting against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to get things right, and Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator, and also there are some key players that are yet that have yet to return to that defense. So I'm taking the Chiefs on that game versus the Titans, but I think it could be an interesting watch. Oh, thank you, Manny Ramos, for your comment and your donation. Manny Ramos says, I like McCarthy's aggressiveness on four downs, successful or not. I agree. That is important, successful or not. When you're talking about decisions, the outcome does not affect the decision. So that is important to keep in mind. And I, I also have liked McCarthy's aggressiveness on four down. The timeouts is where he's lost. I'm not saying fire him. It's pointing out his weaknesses. I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that. Now... To be fair, and thank you, Manny, for the donation. Again, uh, to be fair, there, 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 um, there have been some timeouts that are true head scratchers. One of those that I don't, I'm not sure about it being a, a true, and maybe this is a, a risk reward thing. And when we take a look at the numbers, maybe I'm wrong. But here is how I feel about him taking a timeout with 20 seconds left on the clock before that game tying field goal last weekend. That's about an offsides. That's probably about getting an offsides and getting another play if the Patriots jump. I might be wrong about this, and the, and the stats might tell me and might prove to me that I'm wrong, but that is what I thought about when watching the game last weekend. But I agree with Manny that that is where Mike McCarthy has struggled the most. 
Now, another game to watch during the Cowboys bye week because we need to see the NFL. We need to watch it, even if the Cowboys are not playing. And to me, that would be the Bengals versus the Ravens. How about the Bengals who are holding a record of four wins and two losses? Only one, dif one game difference between these two division rivals. It will be a fun game. The Bengals are talked about by many as this Joe Varro offensive team but they are ranked in the top five among defenses in efficiency terms, at least in DVOA, and they are actually one of the best defenses versus the run. To be completely fair, though, there are good run defenses, but facing the Ravens is another challenge because it is not only about stopping the run. It is about stopping a scheme that shows you a lot of things in the run game that other teams will not. Plus, Lamar Jackson is throwing the ball very well. He's going deep with it. He's being accurate with it. And he's shutting a lot of mouths up, to be honest. Lamar Jackson is, and he is a dark horse MVP candidate, in my opinion. This will be a fun game. And it might be, the, the total is at 46 and a half. I think that is a fair number. But I think it might be a low-scoring game. I, I might lean under on that, on that game. It might be low-scoring, but it will be fun to watch. Hopefully the Cardinals lose, but I doubt it. They play the Texans as Dallas Junk. Definitely doubt it. Uh, anyone worried about Dak's calf injury, says Damon Davis. I'm not. I'm not either. And I've talked about this on the show, and the reason is that the three sides agree. And to me, the three sides are the reporters, the team, and pro football duck. I might be putting a lot of trust on the pro football duck, but he usually does not fail us on his social media accounts. Patrick says, could we put a first or second round tender offer on Michael Gallup and get something next draft and keep him this year? Interesting possibility. I don't think that a Cowboys will want to. It might. Uh, I would have to review the numbers, but I don't think that the Cowboys are going to, to place a tender on Michael Gallup, to be honest. It might happen. Patrick might be getting ahead of ourselves there. I might be getting creative to keep Michael Gallup away, but I think the number will be a problem for the Dallas Cowboys front office, even if we agree or not. Six says, I wouldn't mind Dallas trading Gallup, but I do not see it happening, especially since Jones has not made any calls. Hmm. No problem, says uh, Manny Ramos. I hope you guys keep growing. I like the content Mauricio and Will Strill bring, along with you guys behind the scenes. Thank you to Manny. And listen, it will only get better here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And by the way, that will be it for me tonight. Hope you enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a fun one. We will miss the Dallas Cowboys, of course, but they will be back next week in a big-time game. Hey, hey, it is a big game. If you missed last night's episode, if, if you missed last night's episode, make sure you check that out because do not underestimate the Vikings. Be ready for a good game and watch that show, and we'll talk more about it next week here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Joe Mesa says, and he is not the first person to advocate for me growing facial hair, says maybe he could age five years and look 18 for once. <laughs> I love that comment, man. Mauricio with a mustache would be freaking great, says Stevie Mac. <laughs> I love this, man, but I, I am incapable to grow legit facial hair. I am sorry to disappoint you. But it is just not good, man. It, it is. I'm one of those persons that that shaves, and then just two days later, you have just terrible facial hair on you, and you have to shave again just to be completely clean shaven. Well, but anyways, 
thank you guys for your support. Uh, thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Stevie Mac, D-Town, Damon, everyone who was in the chat. But also, shout out to everyone who is a watcher and a listener, but not necessarily a commenter. I know that I, I, we don't shout you guys out because we don't know who, who you are. We don't know who to shout out, but you're invaluable for, for this uh, for these sort of live shows. And I always want to, to give them a shout out. Also, shout out to the podcast audience. In case you do not know about this yet, the shows are uploaded as a podcast on Spotify, on iTunes as well. Anyways, make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys and more Mavericks content. Get that Monterrey statue on Mauricio. <laughs> Alarcon style. Oh, I want to see Isaac Alarcon, definitely. So anyways, thank you guys for joining me. This was ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Hope you enjoyed it and hope you check out the website, adcsports.com slash Dallas. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Follow me on Twitter at MAUNFL, M-A-U-NFL. I will see you all on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you, guys.